Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Good. Good. You wanted me to start things today? Yes. Okay. Just to switch it up. That was fun. Uh, from- <laughs> oh, so much fun. Oh. From the Disney Parks blog. Um, there is a story about the wine, dine, run, and party. Uh, you can join Run Disney for a villainous 2021 Disney wine and dine half marathon weekend post-race party. That's right, because running returns to the Walt Disney World Resort this November as part of the 2021 Disney wine and dine half marathon weekend powered by Aftershocks. What's Aftershocks? Uh, I believe they're like a shoe thing. Okay. Uh, so yes, running is back to Walt Disney World and, uh... You know, they want people to celebrate. The Food and Wine Festival is going on as well. So they have introduced the post-race party called the post-race party. (laughs) It takes place from 9.30 to 12.30 a.m., 9.30 p.m. to 12.30 a.m. on November 7th after the race. It is $89 per person, uh, and that includes tax. If you purchase a ticket, you get into Epcot as early as 5 p.m. And uh, what does that give you? We don't know what it gives you. It gets you into the party. I'm sure there's some snacks and beverages. Maybe. Um, live entertainment, global marketplace, select Epcot attractions. So that is for family, friends, and racers to uh, participate in. So you can pretty much do it if you're anybody. Yeah, you can just walk up there and buy a ticket. Okay. Um, the Electrical Water Pageant is celebrating its 50th anniversary. That's right. Disney World celebrated their 50th anniversary on uh, October 1st. And the electrical water pageant started uh, 50 years ago on October 25th as part of the Dedication Day. Okay. Um, and uh, this has been going on since the opening, well, since, since that day for now 50 years. And it started because one of the guys who was in charge of live, at live entertainment was trying to figure out what he could do with the pitch, back, pitch black skies over Bay Lake. Because mm-hmm. there's no horizon, there's no right. city lights, there's nothing. Right. And uh, he created a... Um, mock-up of a whale uh, and put it on water mm-hmm. and floated it out. And mm-hmm. that's how the electrical water pageant was born. Now, the interesting thing is that the electrical water pa- pageant eventually gave birth to the um, electrical parade. Okay. So it inspired the electrical parade. I so, love them both. Yes, they're very fun. And it's free. You it just is. Have, you just have to be on the shores of right. Bay Lake. So yeah. all of the resorts in the Magic Kingdom area – Fort Wilderness, Resort and Campground, Wilderness Lodge, Contemporary, Polynesian, and Grand Floridian all can see the water pageant from their uh, shores. Yeah. All right. The stars of the Marvel Cinematic Universe have assembled for the first-of-its-kind dining adventure aboard the Disney Wish. That's right. The Disney Cruise Line mentioned a few months ago that one of the dinners would be themed after the Avengers, and it would be called Avengers Quantum Encounter. Well, now it has been uh, uh, told who's going to appear in this meal. Uh, Paul Rudd as Ant-Man, Evangeline Lilly as the Wasp, Anthony Mackie as Captain America, and Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. Um, also, Kathy Condon will be the voice of Friday, who is Iron Man's uh, digital assistant who replaced Jarvis. Right. And Ross Marquand will uh, lend his villainous vocal skills to the role of Ultron. So uh, this is going to be a dinner show, um, probably along the lines of what we get in Animator's Palette. 
Okay. Where it's an interactive uh, show. Um, but uh, what's going on is this is a hands-on demonstration of the latest PIM technology, but Ultron turns up with an army of robot sentries to take control. The Ant-Man and the Wasp need all the help they can get. Um, and there's one more superhero who makes a surprise guest appearance during the show. So we'll see that when we sail in July. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, you mentioned that the uh, dedication ceremony uh, 50 years ago was on October 25th. That's right. Um, and that was actually done by Roy Disney. Um, and so they have a, they're doing some extra special things for the 25th. Uh, not really extra special. They're just kind of commemorating uh, the twenty the fiftieth anniversary. So the park opened. Uh, the resort opened on October first. It took them twenty four days. They did the dedication ceremony where Roy O. Disney uh, came and gave the uh, official dedication. Uh, the plaque resides in the what would you call that area of Main Street? The it's where the flowers are in the flagpole. It's not quite the hub. It's the well, it's kind of the hub of that the beginning the first of part Main of the Street. hub, right? Initial hub, the Main Street hub, I guess. Um, and he was joined. Uh, Roy was joined by Mickey Mouse uh, fifty years ago for the dedication speech, and uh, right after that, they had the official grand parade. I think this is interesting. The grand parade started. They were led by the Herald Trumpet Trumpeters of the United States Army Band, and then they had a one thousand seventy six member marching band comprised of Central Florida high school students. That's, That's a big cool. band. Yeah. Yeah. So there are still some uh, reminders of this. Uh, as we said, the plaque, the dedication plaque still exists in the flagpole area uh, on Main Street. Uh, there is a statue of uh, Roy and Disney, uh, Roy, Roy and Minnie, I'm sorry, called uh, Sharing the Magic. And that was near the... Uh, that's over near Tony's restaurant. Yeah. Uh, and then also Roy has his own window, uh, a series of windows above the Main Street Confectionery. Um, and it is Roy O. Disney, chairman of the Dreamers and Doers Development Company. If you can dream it, we can do it. So uh, lots of history going on in the park this year. Okay, so they're not doing anything new that's special. They're just bringing our attention to the day. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, speaking of doing things that are special, let's go to Disneyland. Oh, so difficult. Uh, Disneyland Resort is raising its ticket prices and its parking prices. That's right. Their last price raise was in February of 2020. Mm -hmm. I can't believe they've gone this long without a price raise. Anyway, how long have they been reopened? Uh, not that long. I, um, their daily ticket prices are going up between 3 and 8%. Of course, their pricing is flexible depending on date and, uh, date and time of the year. Uh, they're adding a sixth pricing tier instead of five. Their lowest pricing tier will remain at $104. Um, so their tier price, tier one, 104, tier two, 119, tier three, 134, tier four, 149, tier five, 159, oh and tier six, $164 for the day. Um, that's only a $10 increase, um, from the highest tier price and uh, a single day hopper will start at 164 and will go to a, a total price of $224 a day. Now, even more interesting, I think, is the cost of parking. Mm. Parking is increasing by 20%. Mm -hmm. It's going from $25 to $30 for the day. It's nuts. Um, uh, unfortunately, I think we will uh, see a pricing increase uh, at Walt Disney World not too far behind. Yeah, probably. Um, the park pass availability for Magic Key holders at the Disneyland Resort has been uh, replenished. That's right. It was previously announced that there was no availability uh, for the remainder of the year, 
uh, well, that was on the weekends, if I recall correctly. And, uh, they have now replenished, uh, reservations for November and December. All right. The uh, Main Street Electrical Parade is returning to Disneyland Resort. That's right. After weeks of being teased on the Disney Parks (laughs) TikTok account, uh, it has been confirmed that the Main Street Electrical Parade will return to the Disneyland Resort and celebrate their uh, 50th anniversary uh, next summer. Uh, They have not been uh, in the park since uh, 2019, so they'll have been gone for almost three years. Celebrating their 50th anniversary after having, but, but not 50 years of... Uh, performing right yes um the disneyland staff is now at 80 percent, and they are expected to reach pre-pandemic cast member numbers by the end of 2021 that's right uh they reopened there you go here's the answer they reopened in april of 2021 uh, so it took them about six months to do a, a price uh increase um and yeah they're uh they continue to uh bring in staff when they opened they were at about 50 percent uh, actually, they were at fifty percent in June, um, but they've added ten thousand more cast member uh, cast members uh, since June, uh, and they're currently at about twenty five thousand in California. That's still about seven thousand shy of the thirty two thousand that were working there just prior to COVID nineteen. All right. The first lightning lane sign has gone up in Disneyland Park. That's right. The first lightning lane sign has gone up in. Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Okay. So they've got two lightning lane signs, uh, one next to the clock, and one that is above the entrance queue, which is currently roped off. Yeah, so the whole lightning lane thing hasn't started yet in Disneyland. Um, And so that's extra irritating with this whole price increase for their tickets Mm -hmm. because it's like, oh, hey, we're going to have you charge, we're going to charge you more so that you can get on rides more quickly. But first, we're going to charge you more to get into the park. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone's complaining about how the price should be lower to get in the park because of these extra add-ons you have to have. And instead, yep. they're increasing the price. Yep. Um, they're also um, now adding lightning lane signage in um, California Adventure. That's right. Their first sign has been partially installed at the Grizzly River Run in California Adventure. Okay. Oh, we did not get to ride that when we were out there. No. It, I was, it, was, it was chilly, I think. Yeah. Uh, There is a full list of the 2021 uh, food and drinks for the holidays at Disney Springs and the Walt Disney World Resort. Would you like to talk about any of them? Um, Yeah. I think if we just go through the names, that's the best way to go. Okay. Um, So in the Animal Kingdom at Restaurantosaurus, they've got an open-faced Thanksgiving turkey sandwich. At Satool Canteen, a Thanksgiving bowl, a pumpkin cheesecake mousse, and a peppermint cream cheese mousse. At Tiffin's, a Thanksgiving plate. Um... With, you know, turkey and, and all the sides. Uh, a roasted squash soup, apple pie cheesecake, horacha, horchata, sorry, horchata, mousse snow globe, and a pork T-bone. At Tusker House, they have a Thanksgiving dinner plate. Go ahead. At Hollywood Studios, oh, we got a sugar cookie snowman. Uh, at the commissary, at the commissary and cantinas and Catalina Eddie's, we have a Santa's belt cookie. At the Backlot Express, there's a red velvet whoopie pie. They're not eating healthy over in Hollywood no, Studios. Uh, at the Hollywood Brown Derby and Tune In Lounge, there's the Holiday Bliss uh, vodka drink. At the Backlot Express, Rosie's All American Cafe and Pizza Rizzo, there's a frozen salted caramel hot chocolate and a frozen salted caramel hot chocolate with black cherry bourbon. Yum. Um, let's see. At the Oasis Canteen, uh, there's Christmas on the Beach. That's an alcoholic drink. Outdoor carts have holiday brownies. 
Uh, Pizza Rizzo has a butterscotch caramel cannoli. Rosie's All American Cafe and Trolley Car have a reindeer mousse. Reindeer does not taste good. <laughs> At Woody's Holiday Lunchbox, there is a holiday lunchbox tart. Uh, you want to do Magic Kingdom? Sure. At the Magic Kingdom, um, Auntie Gravity's has a Christmas cookie sundae and a Christmas cookie milkshake. At Golden Oak Outpost, a gingerbread almond cake pop. At the Main Street Bakery, a Mickey cinnamon roll. At Sleepy Hollow, ginger apple funnel cake. At Disney Springs, um, they have um, at Emirates Patisserie a white chocolate peppermint eclair, uh, a Santa, Santa Mickey dome cake, a holiday Mickey mousse mini dome cake, a holiday parfait, and a New Year's Eve petite cake. Oh, we might be able to buy that because that's only available on New Year's Eve. Uh-huh. Maybe that uh, will, will be, be your there. Birth- that will be your birthday cake. Uh-huh. Uh, over at Aristo Crepes, they have a cherry jubilee bubble waffle and a Santa hot crepe. Uh, Deluxe Burger, they have a Holiday Turkey Burger and an Oh Dear Cookie Shake. Dockside Margarita has Snowman on the Beach Margarita. The Daily Boutine has a Gobbler Poutine. And the Ganacherie has uh, Olaf Hot Chocolate Surprise, Santa Mickey Pinata, Gingerbread Ganache Square, Peppermint Bark, and the Chocolate Christmas Cottage. I think, uh, well, there's only a couple more. We've bored people long enough. Let's do it for another minute. <laughs> All right. It, Jacques Lindsay's, uh, the venison slider, the fried Brussels sprouts, holiday lights deviled eggs, ham and brie flatbread, cookies and milk, lump of cold dessert, elf elixir, which is an alcoholic drink, uh, Claus Moe, also alcoholic, and Yule Mule, also alcoholic. All right, and at some of the outdoor carts, you can get a mistletoe, that's a coconut rum drink, a fireside cider, which is based on cinnamon whiskey, and the Merry Margarita, which is uh, tequila and a whole bunch of liqueurs and syrups. All right. You know what's sort of sad about all those? Most of them were, uh, it was alcohol and snacks. <laughs> most it's of them, like your perfect vacation. I know, but most of them are served until December 30th. Yeah, and we arrive the 31st. Right. Um, the closure of the Walt Disney World Railroad has been officially extended to January of 2022. That's right. This will now exceed a three-year closure. They initially closed in December of 2018. Um, it should be closed for you know a good portion of 2022 or until we at least hear when uh, Tron uh, light cycle run is opening mm-hmm. um, because they did have to move the tracks. Uh, but you know they are taking advantage of this closure by refurbishing train stations in both Frontierland and on Main Street, as well as replacing, uh, not only moving, but replacing large sections of the tracks. All righty. Distance indoor character meet and greets are going to be happening, and they're going to be calling them sightings. Excellent. They are now referred to, let's see, so the Mickey meet and greet is now known as a sighting with Mickey. Um, As a reminder, guests are not allowed to hug characters or get autographs, but they do get one-on-one time with the characters to take photographs. Um, They don't say how much distance will be required between guest and uh, the character, assuming it will be the six-foot, you know, kind of six-foot standard Mm -hmm. uh, distance. Um, Beginning in November, uh, you're going to be able to see characters at the, let's see, Disney Princesses at Princess Fairytale Hall in the Magic Kingdom. Mickey Mouse in his 50th iridescent outfit at Town Square Theater, uh, Minnie Mouse at the Red Carpet Dreams in Disney Hollywood Studios, and the Disney Junior Store stars return to the animation courtyard at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Very nice. Yeah, it's going to be nice to have some of those scheduled character yes. sightings back yep. again. Uh, New Year's Eve fireworks are likely returning to the Walt Disney World theme parks this year. 
That's right. At least three of the parks, uh, excluding the Animal Kingdom, will be open until midnight on New Year's Eve. Um, park hours, let's see. Right now, closing time is listed. Uh, well, historically, Magic Kingdom and Epcot close at 1 a.m., uh, but Magic Kingdom and Epcot are listed as closing at midnight. Um so more more to come on that, but uh, there should be fireworks in the parks. Yeah, I mean, they can't close at midnight and then not have fireworks. And they can't really close at midnight either. Like, right. they can end the night at midnight with fireworks, but you can't have people, everybody's going to be leaving at midnight. Like, that's right. just kind of weird. Um, there are some little friends returning back to the Jungle Cruise after a very long absence. That's right. Imagineer Mark Davis uh, originally had some frogs as a component of the Jungle Cruise in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, and they were there around the uh, attraction uh, when the ride opened. Uh, but within two years, uh, they were removed for being hokey. I mean, they're tiny little frogs. How can they be hokey? And apparently you can still hear the sound effects in the Inspiration Falls area. <laughs> well, two of the frogs, there's been a lot of interest in the frogs. Uh, a lot of the concept art, photos, and videos of the fo- frogs have been coming uh, to light. And uh, Disney has decided to return two frogs who right now are to the right of the beginning of the ride sitting on a log. Okay. So uh, if you enjoy frogs, mm-hmm. uh, that's the ride for you. <laughs> Fabulous. A new festival seating area has opened next to the Brazil booth in Epcot. That's right. This is a new courtyard. It is between the uh, France and Morocco pavilions. Uh, the Belgium booth has previously appeared in this area, um, and uh, it's a it's a nice little area. Of course, it's it's Epcot, so there's like three tables and 400 people waiting. So you're just going to get uh, another couple of trash cans to eat your food on. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but this is now a permanent installation. They've actually put down some uh, concrete with a nice little walkway, and uh, They've got a couple of tables there, but they have three tables, three tiny tables in a very large space. They could definitely fit a lot more tables. They're social distancing. Yeah, but I mean, they're a lot further apart than restaurant tables are. They are. But come on, how many meals have we eaten at Epcot during a festival on a trash can? Yeah, I usually actually sit on a curb. Right. That's my go-to. Yep. Um, Dining packages for the 2021 Candlelight Processional at Epcot have sold out. That's right. They sold out within minutes of going on sale. Uh, They actually went on sale on October 26th, uh, which if you're listening to the show on the day it's released, that was yesterday. But if you're recording it, for us, it was today. And uh, the packages were available for Beer Garden, Rose and Crown, Coral Reef, and the Garden Grill. And uh, they were sold out, like I said, within minutes. So some very lucky people. People can't wait to spend more money on... Yeah, they things com- after they get into the park. They complain about the increases in cost, but... Uh, they might not. I complain. The minute, the minute something gets released, it's sold out. A new Halloween donut is uh, coming, or has already come, to uh, Everglaze Donuts in Disney Springs. That's right. It is their new Halloween donut. It is a vanilla glazed donut with vanilla buttercream topped with holiday uh, Halloween sprinkles, whipped cream, candy corn, and a marshmallow ghost. Or oh a marshmallow pumpkin. My blood sugar just went through the roof. Uh, and it doesn't, oh, I did say candy corn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would eat all of that except the candy corn. Yeah, I could take a bite. Oh, they also have sugar skull marshmallows, so they're peeps. Yes. Um, netting and railings have been upgraded at the Polynesian Resort over by the dock. That's right. It is the nail, the nails, the netting and railings surrounding the dock at the Seven Seas Marina. Um I don't know. It, the wood is all too new, and there's mm-hmm. like a, a color uh, mismatch. It has to be done every once in a while. Yeah, right, it does. I imagine. 
it looks nice. Uh, the entire wood railing structure is now wrapped in netting, uh, and a lot of the netting's actually been replaced, so it looks a lot more secure uh, compared to the old netting. Okay. The Princess and the Frog-themed rooms at Disney's Port Orleans Riverside, um, I guess they've been open for a little while, but now uh, we're actually getting to see them again since the resort is reopening. That's right. The uh, Port Orleans Riverside uh, Port Orleans Riverside Resort opened last week for the first time in 18 months. And, uh, you know, we've stayed in the princess rooms. Disney does not have many themed rooms. No. Uh, they are putting a lot more character touches, like the incredible themed rooms, uh, in some of the resorts, but these are specific themed rooms. They have pirate themed rooms at the Caribbean uh, beach resort. Uh, they have the princess themed rooms at Disney's Port Orleans Riverside. Uh, and now they have the Tiana rooms as well. Um, uh, not Tiana. They're actually princess and the frog. Okay. Where's any theming for princess and the frog? Oh, is it on top of the, it's like a little it's bit on maybe the on beds. The it's kind of it's in the very art, artsy subtle. style. It is very subtle. Compared to the princess rooms, very yes. subtle. Yes. And we've, we've stayed in the princess rooms a couple of times. We've never stayed in the pirate rooms. Mm -hmm. But I would say, yes, this is much more understated. But also, the nice thing about it is there is two queen beds in it, whereas yes. the princess rooms and the pirate rooms only have full-size beds. They have not been upgraded yet, so that's kind of – that's um, that's an issue for my family because with the two girls sleeping together, they need a queen-size bed. That is true. And uh, they don't mention it, but it would make sense if these rooms were in the alligator bayou section. Yeah, it doesn't say. Yeah. All so, right. if you want to stay in one of those rooms, you can contact your favorite travel agent at uh, Tony Bonasso at MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com. Okay. There has been a new poster revealed for the Avengers Quantum Encounter dining experience yeah, on the Wish. The same dining experience we talked about earlier. Um, but now there's a poster. But now there's a poster. <laughs> That's kind of weird. There's a poster there might actually be for a, a restaurant experience. There might actually be a trailer. <laughs> That would be funny. Uh, no, but uh, filming has been completed, and they are now working on the post-production editing and effects. So um, it should be done, uh, the Wish sales, in June, so they should have that ready by, uh, by like, May. One would hope. Um, the CDC's framework for conditional sailing order it has been temporarily extended through January 15th of 2022. And then after that time, um, the CDC is going to leave it up to cruise lines to follow. Um, voluntary. voluntary. It's, it'll be yeah. yeah, it'll be voluntary. Um, but I think most cruise lines will still stick with it. Maybe not sticking yep. with the numbers thing, but a lot of the testing. Yep. yep. So since the issuance of the uh, sale order on October 30th, cruise lines, uh, along with the CDC, have developed uh, a new set of health and safety protocols to manage COVID-19 so that they could resume uh, passenger operations. This was the 73 or 74 point uh, yeah. health issue uh, thing that we've, we've talked about uh, in earlier this year. Um, and this is temporary. Um, and, you know, the CDC has just decided to extend it a little more due to the continued spread of the Delta variant. And uh, they're hoping that it slows the spread of COVID. And, um, you know, I, I think that next year when this expires, we'll, you know, we'll start to see increased crowds on cruise ships. I'm kind of glad we're getting ours in right before that. Right. It's kind of nice. Um, there, There is a look uh, here at the different restaurants that are coming to the Disney Wish. This is the probably most complete um, description that I've seen anywhere. 
Okay, so the uh, first restaurant on the wish is the uh, 1923 restaurant. Uh, this has two rooms. One is named for Walt Disney. One is named for Roy Disney. They are themed after uh, restaurants in Southern California in 1923. This restaurant has uh, nearly 800 pieces of artwork, 50 character maquettes, and 24 multiple, multiple camera cell setups that celebrate Disney animated classics. So I think this is, uh, you know, their high-scale restaurant, mm-hmm. but with a touch of animator's palette. Okay, yeah. Is, is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 1923 menu is going to pay tribute to the company's California heritage and is going to contain a fusion of Asian, European, and South American flavors. Uh, they have their, uh, I was going to say uh, Taste of California, but that was a different uh, cruise. Would you like to talk about the Arendelle Frozen Dining Adventure meal? Sure. Um, they're going to be building on the musical din- um, dining experience. Uh, let's see. That's something that they already have on the Wonder with Tiana's Place and um, on the Magic with Rapunzel's Royal Table. So this one's going to be uh, a Frozen theme. Um, the It's going to be adorned with fam- family heirlooms and paintings, an Arendelle soldier's suit of armor, uh, the grandfather clock that's featured in the original film, busts of Anna and Elsa, and the lantern in Olaf's Frozen Adventure. And then there's going to be uh, windows that look outside and they undergo magical transformations during the meal. That sounds like fun. It does. And I think, oh, Oaken's going to be there as well. Love Oaken. All right. The food is going to be a new presentation um, of different adventurous menu entrees. Um, some of them are, let's see, Chilean sea bass with fresh vegetables, um, a free-range chicken with a duck fat fried potatoes and wild mushrooms. So um, I don't know if they're trying to be Norwegian. I don't know what they're going for there, but. Looks like Tony's going to be eating off of the kid's <laughs> menu. Uh, and then, of course, the world of Marvel, uh, Worlds of Marvel, which we mentioned, has had some filming done for it. Uh, the Avengers Quantum Encounter is uh, joining the Ant-Man and the Wasp as they embark on their first public speaking engagement on behalf of the Avengers to discuss some innovative technologies. Things don't go as they planned. Uh, and let's see what the menu is. Um, let's see. They don't mention the menu, but they talk about desserts. Uh, the Worlds of Marvel dinner menu will include Marvel-inspired desserts, sticky fig pudding inspired by Peggy Carter, uh, as well as maybe a flourless chocolate beetroot cake. Mm. <laughs> they do talk a little bit about the cuisine that's there. Um, it's cuisine inspired by real and fictional settings of the MCU, including African Wakanda, Eastern European... Uh, Sokovia. Thank you. And, of course, New York City. Well, it sounds like fun. And yeah. we'll be getting uh, giving a report in mid-July. Right. you got a little ways to go. Disney Plus has released an official Hawkeye uh, original series poster. That's right. It features uh, Hawkeye and Kate Bishop, as well as uh, Hawkeye's dog. All dressed up like Santa Claus. That's cute. And uh, Hawkeye debuts on Disney Plus, the first two episodes, on November 24th. Looking forward to it. The bus loop is being demolished at the Universal Orlando Resort. Oh, no. What are they going to replace it with? Hopefully something that allows people to get off the bus. Yeah, presumably it's being uh, rebuilt. Okay. Uh, But they are demolishing it right now. Uh, the bus loop is next to the parking garages, and there's a staircase leading up to the walkway bridge. Right now, buses are stopping at the far end of the loop, mm. uh, and a walkway for guests has been set up with barricades. That doesn't so, sound great. Uh, considering the fact that they're still it's using it, it doesn't sound like they're being demolished. Um, the entire center of the bus loop has been torn up, only leaving two lanes on each side. 
Okay. Uh, but it's, it's a, a lot less further than parking at Disney and walking the length of the parking lot at the Magic Kingdom. I know. What are you going to do? Your your dream job might be just gone forever. No, trams are coming back. You think? Yes. Okay. Um, they've started putting up the Christmas decorations at Hogsmeade. That's right. Over at Universal's Islands of Adventure, we talked about how Seuss Landing started getting decorated uh, last week. Well, this week they have started decorating in Hogsmeade. Uh, Hogsmeade now has garlands and wreath, wreaths. Um, so that's uh, that's exciting. Awesome. It looks nice all decorated for the holidays because it's snowy and everything anyway. So right. it's extra nice with the holiday decorations. I agree. Okay. Any final words? Nope. All right. Until next time, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.